Crimson Tower Studios. Welcome to the Old World Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay and the original podcast to bring you both discussion and actual play in the 4th edition. This is an actual play episode where you can follow along as we play Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition. Before we get started, be sure to check us out on the interwebs. You can contact us multiple ways by checking out our website at www.oldworldpodcast.com, Twitter at Old World Podcast, and Facebook facebook.com slash oldworldpodcast. And while you're checking us out on the various social interwebs, be sure to hop on over to our Patreon page and support us. If you like what we're doing and want to help out, become a patron. For only a couple dollars a month, you can help us support the show and get some cool rewards too. Check us out at patreon.com slash oldworldpodcast. Also, let us know what you think. Visit iTunes or your preferred podcast service and rate us. Every review helps us reach more Warhammer fans. Now, you may have noticed in our last episode, our heroes, if you can call anybody a hero in Warhammer, actually were off doing their whole adventuring deal in bit without their friend Conrad. Well, Conrad got called to the palace, and this is that story. Okay, so it's been a couple of weeks. You guys have been at the inn, and... You know, you've been recuperating. Heinrich's been doing your laundry. He's taking care of everything for you. Uh, you've just been relaxing and chillaxing. And just one of these mornings, you you actually are roused from bed as the city guard have come to collect you. Uh, they come with a summons from, like, the palace, from the manor um, of the lord of the uh, town, which is... The Lord of Constat, which is also the the liege of your father, right? So your father is, you know, it's his liege lord, and you are essentially called to the manor. Uh, so you and Heinrich leave. Uh, everyone else has already kind of left about for the day, so you don't have an opportunity to tell them where you're going or what's going on, really. And uh, you kind of take off, and you're taken up to the manor, uh, escorted up there um, as per the summons. And when you get there, uh, so this is, I mean, this is a beautiful manor. Obviously, this is the, you know, the Lord's Manor. It's inside the small little fortress section of the the city that has, you know, behind a second wall. Um, There's like a small garden section that you're walking through, much better maintained than the rest of the city, obviously. Um, You go into an antechamber and uh, you're met by a different servant. The servant that both you and Heinrich recognize is one of your brother's servants, because your brother, often when your father isn't here in Constant and he's back in Holes, he will have one of your older brothers essentially be his representative here. And this is the, tell me, what is, this is, let's say, this is your third brother, right? So your first brother uh, actually revoked his... uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna give a little bit of stuff here. So your okay. first brother revoked his uh, birthright um, to go be a Sigmarite. Uh, so your your second eldest brother is the one that actually stands to inherit everything. He's usually following your bro- your your father around. But your third eldest brother, he's the one that usually gets left in Zonstadt. This is his servant. What's that brother's name? 
So we're talking about the no third. No pressure. Yeah. So we're talking about the third brother? Right. Let's see. Third brother. I'm Conrad. So he's going to be... He's going to be Rudiger. All right. Um, and uh, his servant's name is Felix. He approaches you as you're there. Oh, thank goodness that you're here. Your brother isn't anywhere to be found, and the Baron is furious and wants to speak for someone from our family who's a representative. You're the only other one that's here. You have to go meet with him now. He will be calling for you soon. Where have you been for the last few months? I've been doing what I want to. But since I've been called here for an urgent issue, after I was relaxing in a nice quaint town, what do you need? Wait, you don't know? Did did your brother not tell you what's been going on? Not at all, but I try to stay off the grid. Okay, well, and he kind of gets whisper, and he kind of kind of gets like kind of lower voice and stuff. The Baron is furious because there have been multiple sightings of undead in and around the city in the last several months. They have tracked this. They think it's, they think it's a noble and they think that there might be somebody and you are aware there are witch hunters here in the city, right? I haven't been to the city in months. It seems you guys have your hands full. Unfortunately, I don't see how that's any of my business besides the Baron wanting to speak with me, which I would gladly do, but I don't see how I'm going to help the situation. And, and by the way, where's my brother? I don't know. I was hoping you could know. He left to go run some errands, as he's told me, which was very strange because I normally do it. He said something about he thinks he might know who is behind all of it. And he left and he never came back. And it's been three days now. Yeah, that doesn't sound like my brother Rudikar doing something for himself than being curious about something. That's very suspicious. Give a little eye roll to Heinrich. Hello, sir. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it as well as Matt does. How to- Hello, sir. Hello, Hello. sir. (laughs) (laughs) I just shake my head. Hi, Heinrich. Anyway, Felix, you haven't been my favorite person to see ever. Um, You're a nice guy, but whenever I see you, there's something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I go out of my way to do what I want. I'm like 13th in line. Technically, I'm a peasant amongst the nobles. Uh, Of course not, sir. I will speak with the Baron right away to get this cleared up. I'm not sure if there's anything I can really do. I'm very concerned about my brother, though, being missing. Uh, When was the last time you saw him? Three days ago, sir. Three days. And no one knows where he's at? No. A noble. No one knows where this fancy pants is. No, sir. And I also, you were aware that we have a, a a house here. We have a manor here in the town that you could have stayed. Why were Why did we have to find you in a tavern? Sometimes I prefer my clothes used as a rope. 
And in order to get that done, sometimes you got to go into a cave and let's let it happen. You may not know, understand anything I'm saying. <laughs> Felix's mouth is like, uh, just open wide. <laughs> um, and uh, the doors on the far side of the chamber open. Um, and these are larger doors, a little more fancy kind of carved wood some like kind of gilded uh, edges and stuff. They open up another servant steps out and calls you in. As you enter uh, this inner chamber, the first thing you notice is the carpets. There's like carpet and it's like thick carpet. It's very, you can tell these are some expensive rugs uh, that have been imported. It's, it's very lavish. You see like a large desk uh, in front of you. Um, and it looks pristine, like it's never been used. And you see the Baron standing there behind this desk. He motions for you to come forward. Von Holes, you'll have to forgive me, but your name? You're certainly one of the Von Holes, son. I can tell by your bearing. That is correct. You may not have seen me around. You see, I'm the 13th son. So really, I don't have many responsibilities, but my brother's missing, so I came here as soon as I could. He turns to the servant that's about ready to leave the room and says, this is, this is the representative from the Von Holes you could find? It's the 13th son? And the, the servant's like, I'm so sorry, sir, as he leaves. I must admit, 13th in some places is not lucky, but my 13th is lucky. Now, did Heinrich, did you bring Heinrich with you? You know what? Um, I left him outside the chamber. I'm just talking with the Baron. Okay. And what about uh, Felix? You left him outside as well? Yeah. Felix is outside because what we got to talk about is none of his business. (laughs) (laughs) So the servant leaves, the door closes, and the Baron, his face almost goes like stone. Like there's almost no emotion. I mean, if you want to try to read maybe what he's thinking, I'll let you make an intuition test. And this would be actually an imposed test. All right, so that is one level of success. I have one level of failure. Okay. So unless you want to re-roll that, maybe spend some fortune. Well, I do got five, so let's do it. Jeez, five? I forgot. Nope. No. <laughs> Even worse, three levels of failure. Wow. I, I mean, I'm not sure how important this could be, but I mean, if you want to take a corruption point, I'll let you re-roll. That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so his face goes stone cold. You can't really tell what he is like thinking uh, or like even his emotion. Now, when you're looking at him, he walks around and he has some like robes on that are like much nicer robes you know something you would expect for his station and as as he's getting closer you know you can see he has a very like just a mustache but it's like a very long like if you're thinking like evil mustache right like waxed up kind of mustache yeah that is definitely um the way it looks and it's black waxed wax mustache i like it mustache i'm gonna have to change his voice now just to make it more What's the Baron's name again? Uh, Dieter. Dieter. Dieter von Konstant. 
Uh, so he's he's the ruler of Constant and the Baron of Constant uh, and the surrounding regions, including Holes. So technically, he rules Holes. Your wow. dad, your your father rules Holes as as a title that's an inherited title, but his liege lord is. So you're basically looking at your dad's boss. So he's basically my lord. Right. Okay. Right. So. Okay. Well, I I see that he is thinking that I'm the pretty much the nobody of the family at this point here. Thirteenth in line. Hmm. But uh, I'll say, my lord, obviously my brother's missing. I've been hearing rumors of the undead around. You don't need somebody that's used to a palace. You need someone that's used to adventuring, that can find people and find things and maybe destroy what needs to be destroyed. I'm that guy. Really? Are you? Because here's what I see. You come back to this town three weeks ago talking about a supposed goblin invasion. And when did these undead sightings go up in frequency? Three weeks ago. I don't like coincidences, Von Holes. I don't like them at all. And here's what else I can tell you. I can tell you that your brother said that he had potentially found proof as to who was behind this undead scourge on my city. And do you know what he did? He left to go find this proof and hasn't been seen in three days. You've been here just three weeks and now your brother is missing. There's no no one else from your family who can carry on the title and make decisions except you. I don't like this situation, but here is what I can do. And before he can actually finish saying anything else, the door opens and in walks a uh, gentleman in armor, like full armor. Now, the armor is in the colors of uh, concept, uh, so but it's full armor, like uh, it's like a full breastplate. Um, and, you know, he has a helmet and like the crook of his arm as he walks forward. He has a long, thin goatee and mustache. The mustache is similar to the Lord's, mm. uh, Dieter's mustache, but he also has a goatee. He bows as he enters and says, I'm sorry for the interruption, my Lord, but I was told you wanted to see me immediately. And uh, Dieter turns to him and says, yes, Wolfgang, please join us. Please tell me again. And Conrad here, what you had told me earlier today. And he turns he turns to you and says, yes, my Lord. Now, first off, you know him by name, but you've never met him. Because I would assume you would have a general idea of the ruling lords of the various provinces around you. Right. Um, he essentially is a general that rules the province um, to the south of, uh, of Zanstadt in the name of his lord, Dieter. Um, because there is no true ruler because the city was wiped out by a goblin and orc invasion years ago. So there's a small town there, and it's basically a military garrison where they, you know, because the, the land is still claimed, right, but there's not very many settlements on it. This happens to be the area that you guys were in that goblin tower in, that okay. you, you came from the area. And, and he's speaking to you at this point. My lord, I'd come into the city 
just a few days ago to request some additional troops and assistance because we're seeing some increase in goblin activity uh, in the southern provinces. And th- at this, Dieter turns, it turns to you and say, another coincidence, Conrad? I'm hearing a lot of the word coincidence, but coincidence maybe, but does anyone have any proof that I'm the cause of any of this? Because I came here on your request to help. So if I could get some more facts on what's going on, I might be able to assist. He pauses as if he's considering something. Think very carefully how you answer this next question. Why is your brother mustering troops from Altdorf to come here? Are you aware of what's happened in Ubersreich recently? The emperor issued a decree in Ubersreich. The Jungfreud family was forced out of Ubersreich as he sent an entire army to occupy the city. Yet I'm told that your brother now marches from Altdorf with 500 soldiers, and he's heading here. Why? Did the emperor command him to? So first off, what you would know is one of your younger brothers, um, because there's absolutely no chance that they would have any inheritance, right? Because their father down the line joined the state armies of Reichland and as an officer in Altdorf. So uh, which brother would that happen to be? What number in line oh, is he? Oh, jeez. We'll say he's 15th. I thought you were 15th in line. I'm 13th. Oh, he's younger than you? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Father was busy. <laughs> Apparently. What's his name? Name him uh, Berthold. Father's kids were a dime a dozen. He's had many acquaintances. <laughs> some were moms, some were half moms, girlfriends, semi-girlfriends, brought the women. I have no idea what the emperor's intentions are. He hasn't issued any decree that I'm aware of, but I know what happened in Ubersreich, and I'm not going to allow that to happen here. I need to know what your family is up to. You've always eyed this throne. You've always eyed this province. Your father has never stopped looking at lust over the domain that I control. You need to tell me why are these soldiers marching? They're supposed to be here in a matter of weeks. That is a good question. Unfortunately, I would not know. My brother and I, we barely speak. And if they're heading here with troops, it's obviously for a good reason or the emperor's orders. And as long as we have, or I should say my family, my brothers, my father has admired this area, we've also admired how you've ruled the area. And there's really no reason for us to take any of it since we are well off. Give me a charm roll. So this is is going to be um, opposed against his cool. Uh, negative two. I am negative two. Okay. Uh, 30 is what's your target? My target's 35. So, well, it'd be... Right, so I think our tiebreaker is which is higher. So you you so you would win these. All right, so you cause him to pause just a moment. He looks like he might not be buying it, but 
He doesn't call you out on it, essentially. Before he can say anything else, there's a knock and the door opens again. Again, this is unusual for a Lord to be interrupted in a meeting multiple times. (laughs) Someone sticks their head in. This bright red hair, um, younger kid, but dressed very, very well. Um, Obviously noble. You don't know that you've ever seen him before. And he speaks, Father, uh, Dieter turns and, and says, yes, the thing you asked me to remind you about has happened. He pauses, he says, thank you. Gentlemen, we will have to deal with this later. And then he turns to you, Conrad, in the meantime, It appears that we may need additional troops to increase patrols in the area that you claim that a goblin invasion is coming from. Therefore, please send word to have additional troops dispatched from the Unholes area to support General Wolfgang immediately. I'll need a report on the type and number of troops that your father will be sending. And then he turns and walks out of the room. Wolfgang, the general bows, does a slight bow to you, and also walks out of the room. You're standing in the room alone at this point. All right. Well, that was a lot to take in. (laughs) Me being summoned from relaxing in a town after fighting goblins. Now I'm in a baron's room, standing alone, asking, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, I'm going to also exit... uh, the Baron's room, but can I do a little, since I'm alone, can I perceive anything? Maybe sure, on his desk? Sure. Um, yeah, give me just a... Just take a quick glance, not really snooping, but... Uh, yeah, give me a give me a perception check. We'll call this average. Four levels of success. Okay, so four levels is impressive success. There's a couple of things that you notice in this room. Um, first off... When you notice that the destinate look used, um, you weren't kidding. Uh, as you notice this, this desk is immaculate. It doesn't have, it doesn't look like anything's ever been written on it. Like it was brand new and shined. I'm sure the servants keep it clean, but real work is not done by the bar, the baron here. This is obviously some sort of just meeting room or something to that effect. The carpets, uh, like you, we've already said, there's nothing beyond, um, they're very expensive. Y- you could uh, try to figure out what they were worth, but it's a lot. You do notice uh, some weapons on the wall. Nothing too impressive, uh, just normal swords and things like that. Uh, you know, More meant to be decorative and imposing than any sort of useful. You also find that there is a drawer that isn't locked and... There are three gold crowns in it, along with various letters and papers, which seems a little unusual, being that this desk doesn't seem used at all. Are there anything in the reports that I'm seeing that might help me get more information on kind of what's going on in the region? After looking at the reports for a little bit, uh, you can read, right? Can you read? Do you have read, right? I don't remember. Heinrich! (laughs) You don't, do you? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. Well, I'm going to roll some of these reports up, put them in my sleeve. I'm going to leave 
I'm gonna leave the gold. I'm not a I'm not a thief. <laughs> I'm a noble. But I will take some of these reports for Heinrich to read to me at okay. nighttime. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So you take the uh the reports and in letters. Uh some all There's probably five or six of them in there. We'll say five. We'll say there's five separate pieces of paper and there are five letters. Five pieces of paper with writing on it. That's really all you would know. (laughs) (laughs) Scribblings and scratches. Some foreign language. I can't read it. (laughs) Okay. um, I got the reports here. I kind of put them them into. Yeah. I'm going to take them all. I'm just going to put them in my coat. Um, I'm going to leave the Baron's office chamber. Okay. When you walk out, uh, you see, uh, obviously, Heinrich has been waiting patiently, as a good servant would. Um, but the young, red-haired man uh, is also standing out there. And when you walk out, he goes, Conrad von Holes, if I could have but a moment of your time. Yes, you may. And if you wouldn't mind, what is your name? Uh, my name is Siegfried. I'm the son of uh, Dieter von Konstrad, as you can imagine. I th- would assume that you would know such a thing. Are you really out with the barbarian and the masses so much that you don't know the noble heritage and lineage of your own lord? That's correct. He he looks surprised like that you would just straight up say that. Um, but don't let it demean your position. Because of my ignorance in these situations, give me a charm roll. Um, and actually, I'm I'm impressed with this. So uh, this is going to be um, opposed. However, um, I am going to give you a plus twenty bonus on this, and I'm um, minus one. I'm plus two. Okay. All right. Uh, he seems pleased with your answer. He smiles. Yes. Yes. Very well. So, I have been working with your brother, and I think we may be on to something with the issue that plagues our our area, but I don't want to necessarily have that conversation here. Uh, if you could perhaps have your servant fetch us some water, uh, would you walk with me? My young lord, I would be happy to walk with you. I'm curious as to what's going on here. I snap my fingers twice. Heinrich gives his nod like, I'll play the role. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Heinrich has to make some sort of deception check. <laughs> like, I need... No, you know what? No, this could be interesting if this fails. Because Heinrich... You know what? I, how good is Heinrich? I need Heinrich to give a charm check. Okay. Um, and and we'll say we'll call this easy. So it's a plus one or uh, plus forty. But it, it, if for some reason he fails, I yeah. Plus forty. Plus forty. Did he pass? Plus forty. I just failed. <laughs> By two. Nice. All right, so before I make a determination here, are, are you? I mean, he has fortune, doesn't he? Or fate? Oh, he fortune? does. He's going to roll it because it's just it? one that he can pass. So, okay. 
just got it. Okay, awesome. So explain to me how Heinrich almost messes up and lets on that this isn't normal for him, and but recovers. Um, Does he know where the water's at? Like, does he... Oh, he has no idea. Heinrich has never been in this manner before. Okay. So I know he can play the role of pretending... Well, I mean, he's a servant, but we're out adventuring so much, he doesn't play the role too much. Right. Okay, Heinrich gives a little too big of a nod and too big of a smile for a servant to be doing what his master wants. Just a thought, maybe he almost like goes into the the chamber you just came out of, like that was where he was supposed to go before he realized, oh, right, I'm not going that way. Okay, okay. Heinrich looks kind of startled when I snap my fingers. <laughs> he heard what needs to be done, but he gives a slight nod. And when the little lorling's not looking, he mouths to me, where do I get the water? <laughs> I just kind of use my eyes to point in a general direction. I don't know where the water is either, but make your way out like you do. Fake it till you make it. Awesome. And Heinrich heads in uh, down down the hall. <laughs> well, Siegfried leads you through several passages and hallways uh, before he stops before some more gilded double doors. He turns to you and says, I was working with your brother on this issue, and I need your help because I think I know who the necromancer is. I think that it's my father. I need your help to prove it because I can't be the one doing this investigation. And then he produces a key, puts it in your hand, and he walks away. Well, look at the key and... I think, Necromancer, what kind of trouble am I in now? Do I just want to forever leave this town? Pack up my Heinrich and leave? Pack up my Heinrich and leave. That's awesome. But my brother's involved, so I go through the doors. You enter what is obviously the master bedroom um, for the the Baron. Explain, you tell me, what does this room look like? This room looks like a, like someone that has never worked in his life and has too much money to spend. And it looks too clean. And too fluffy and too soft. And what is that gold stuff on that mirror? I don't, I don't know. Um, no, actually, it just looks like a, a really super expensive room. I almost don't want to touch anything. Like a canopy bed with yeah. like like silk. Silk drapes, drapes and, and yeah. mirrors everywhere. Oh, yeah. Right. Mirrors for sure. Oh, like there's a hat rack with like 50 gold, different hats. Gold gilded trim around the entire room. Oh. Beautiful windows looking out over the city. Stained glass. <laughs> nice. But yeah, very, very expensive. And the rugs in here are even nicer. Right. And softer. Softer. You're like sinking into them. It's like walking on pillows. That's nice. That's nice on the feet. It is. My boots like it. All right. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, well, besides the shock of being in the Baron's bedroom, um, 
I'm going to glance around and see what I can find. Obviously, if the son is saying that the Baron is a necromancer, I wouldn't assume that he would leave necromancer stuff in his bedroom. But I'm going to take a look around. Okay. Do the old-fashioned look under the bed type of deal. Okay. Give me a perception roll. And uh, this is going to be uh, average. Failed. Okay. How much did you fail by? Because now, at this point, what this represents Oh, I failed by one. By one. All right. So what that means is you have spent, like, it's time that you're spending here. Right. So a failure of one means that you've spent 20 minutes searching this room and you haven't found anything. Obviously, with each check, just doing a little check of my own there, with each check, the chance of someone coming in and discovering you increases. Um, do you want to continue searching? I'll give it one more try. Okay. So since you've already searched, uh, this is going to be a little bit easier. So are you going to go to a plus 30? Still failed. You want to spend some fortune on that? Yeah, let me spend a fortune. Three. So I got three fortune left. And there we go. Okay, got 38. How many levels is that? Uh, if I needed 65, three. Okay, so... Besides the normal things you expect to find in the bedroom, there are really only two things that are of any sort of interest. The first is that there is, you found uh, a knife, like ornamented, has some jewels on it, under the pillow, um, in a sheath that's under the pillow. Um, and you found that there is very tall dresser that is at a slight angle away from the wall that seems strange where you can almost look behind it um if you were to move it further like there's like you can see that this has been moved recently and it doesn't make sense i'm definitely going to check that out um i'm definitely going to take that dagger too though you can take it oh yeah okay Excellent. Okay, so make sure you write down the dagger that you have it. Okay, so as you check behind this, you are amazed to discover that with barely a touch, this dresser slides out of the way and reveals a stairway going down. Like a secret passage, basically. Now, Conrad doesn't like going down anymore. (laughs) So... (laughs) He's on edge. He's going to take a sweet time slowly. He's going to go, but he's going to go slowly down the steps, being as stealthy as possible. And he's thinking, where's Heinrich? My first in guy? He probably hasn't even gotten the water yet. (laughs) We said, moving over to Heinrich. Heinrich is in the stables trying to find water. Do you know where? He's like glasses. I don't. Do I have to use one of those holder trays? What's the... He found a bowl. A bowl. Stable boy's just shaking his head, combing a horse. I don't know. <laughs> moving back to Conrad. Um, so as you're moving uh, down the uh, the stairway, 
it's getting darker and the light behind you is starting uh, to be uh, gone. Uh, so it's getting more and more murky where you can't see much in front of you. And the stairway is kind of circling round, like uh, like going down in a spiral, sort of. Uh, do you have any light sources? Yes, yes. I do have a lamp or lantern, lamp oil, uh, matches. Do you have all that on you? Because if you, you do, then you can go ahead and you can light it up if you want. Or you can keep traveling without the light. Um, I'm going to keep traveling down a little, a little bit. If it gets completely dark, I might light a match to see my surroundings. But for now, I won't light the ladder because I'm not sure what I'm walking into. I just want to kind of be listening. and. Okay. So as you go down the stairs, uh, after a little while, it is starting to get pitch dark. But then there's... Right when you're about to go reach for that match, there's like a slight glow. Your eyes can adjust and you can see coming from farther down. Will you continue? I'm continuing. Okay. So at this point, I'm going to need an average stealth check. It would be appropriate here for stealth underground. Nope. That's not going to happen. I just don't. Okay, well, stealth, stealth is a basic skill, so you should be able to roll whatever stealth is. I right. think agility. Mm-hmm. It's agility. Nope. Yeah, I got... So it's it's average check. Average, so plus 20. Yep. Oh, that's 100. <laughs> Gonna spend that fortune? <laughs> I, it's up to you, man. Um. Now would seem the critical time to use stealth, so yeah, I'm gonna use one. Boy, they're dropping down. <laughs> That's a ninety-three. Okay, I'm not the. Hey, the I'll let you. I'll let you guy. spend some corruption. Uh, take a corruption point. I'll let you re-roll. Those pesky corruption the, points. The dark lords of chaos really want you to be stealthy. They really don't want you to wake up the evil that's down here. I hear whispers in my ear, and they're telling me, "Just do it." So I'm gonna do it. All right. Yes, mark down your corruption. Second page right here. Is this your first corruption? It's my first one. I usually, I roll so well usually. (laughs) (laughs) All right, re-roll again, buddy. I feel an itch on my arm for some reason. (laughs) There we go. Okay, Made made it by... No, I didn't make it. Did you fail? Yeah, I needed 50. 53. Ah. All right. Explain to me what noise you inadvertently make that would obviously give you away as you're coming down these stairs. I guess there's these things called stones around. And as I'm going down the step, Conrad's doing a stealthy thing. And he just accidentally kicks one of those pebbles down the stairs. and Like the tick, 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 tick. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So you stop for a second. Like your heart's pounding, right? As like you almost feel like there was something in the back of your mind laughing at you, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not like chaos would try to do something and right. just for you to fail, but like <laughs> that voice was a jerk. <laughs> um, the only thing you hear is this pounding of your heart. What do you want to do? I'm gonna press on. Okay. I want. I want to see what's down the steps. If I need to bolt and run i'm gonna do my best to but i'm came down here for a reason all right so 
uh, you keep going down and the the light source that you are faintly seeing is because as you the stairway actually ends and there's a small doorway and there's a room in front of you there are a couple torches it's very dimly lit and uh this room seems to have uh a couple of tables and these tables have like you can't tell there seems to be like tools and maybe some knives or blades or something on them i'm mean, kind of far away and it's hard to see in the dark but i mean you could get closer to try to look at them if you want um, but they're in the middle of the room um let me get a closer look to see if anything's even worth anything see if there's blood on them or what they might have been used for why, why they're down here so as you walk into the center of the room you can see a little bit more clear. There are three additional doorways. So this is a square room. There's a doorway you came from, and in the middle of each other of the square sides, there's another doorway. The two doorways on either side of you, right? So if the, your back is to the doorway you just came out of the stairway, the two doorways on the back of either side of you are closed. But straight ahead, the doorway is open what you see in front of you. Uh, so uh, how closely are you going to inspect these tables? Like what's more important to you, figuring out information about these tables, being aware of your surroundings, like... Uh, being aware of my surroundings. Okay. Like I'm just taking like a glance. Uh, okay. So I want a perception test um, here. And what I'm going to say, this is actually going to be a difficult perception test. Difficult is minus... 10. Okay, so... Failed. Okay. So what you can see at a glance is there are various implements, including like like knives and blades, like, like butcher knife kind of sort of things, okay. like like bigger kind of heftier blades. There's definitely dark stains like on these tables. I mean, it could be blood, that, you know, but you haven't spent a lot of time checking. But what you do see through the doorway that's directly in front of you on the other side of the room, now that you're more near the middle of the room, is another room um, with more light in it. And from what you can tell, it looks like there is a desk in there with papers piled high. Well, Conrad's thinking, now I know where he works. Um, I'm definitely going to creep up to that doorway. Um, can I perceive if anyone's in there? Does it seem like it's empty? Based on what you just rolled or whatever, you don't see anything. Okay. If you want to get closer, you can. I can let you make another test. What about these other doors? Are they? They're closed. Okay. They're they're wooden they're wooden doors and they're closed. Okay. Well, I'm gonna make my. Um, I want to see if they're locked, but I don't know where they lead, so it's kind of a bad choice. Uh, first things first, since that door is already open, I do want to see if anyone's in there. Um, I want to take a sneak up, take a glance in. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me another stealth roll. This is going to be average. No. I'm the stealth master. I should have been a thief, but they booted me out of the school. <laughs> so you failed? Yeah. <laughs> Can you spend more fortune? No. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so uh, all right. So, here I imagine like you stub your toe on the table as you're trying to sneak by it. 
it kind of moves a little. It does that like, like sound. Knife, knife blades rattle a little bit. Like, oh, no. As you creep up and you look into the room, give me another perception. Uh, this is going to be an easy. Uh, so that's plus 40. That's 28. You should pass uh, that. <laughs> five levels plus five. Oh, okay. So there's nobody in the room. Um, it's actually much better lit now that you're here than you can okay. see. Uh, you don't see anybody in the room. There doesn't like appear to be any um, any people or anything in here, but there are several things that you notice now that you're in the doorway. There are shelves on almost all the sides of this room, shelves with various knickknacks, like jars with like liquid in them. And it looks like potentially like looks like body parts, you think, um, that are in these jars. Uh, there is on the desk, there is another jar, but this jar has a liquid that's green and it looks like it's luminescent slightly, Whoa. like it's almost glowing a little bit. Like it's hard to tell, though. It's really, really faint. Um, and you can't really see anything in it. It's kind of murky and it's, it's pretty far away. Over next to the desk, you can see it's, you can't see what are on these papers, but you see lots of papers like style piled up and stuff, writing implements and stuff. Um, and off in the far side of the room, there is another door, another door that is closed. It's a wooden door. You can't see past it, but there's another door there. Um, and uh, lastly, uh, you also noticed sitting on this table appears to be how many levels? You got five levels. You got five levels. I want to say you just noticed the there appears to be like an amulet or like a necklace that looks awfully similar to the one that Hag pulled off the body in the cave. Oh, crazy. Um, so I need a perception roll. Okay. And uh, this one is going to be average. Okay. And this is about hearing. So if you have anything that does with like a talent for hearing or anything like that. I no, no, I can. just failed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I okay. failed by, I know it was 80. So I failed by, it would have been. Fill by three. Okay. So you, sir, will receive the surprised condition and roll initiative. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Minus three. Wow. Hey, I'm rolling high today. So you hear something behind you, but it's too late as you hear what sounds like a low moan. You turn to notice the doors that were recently closed in the room behind you are now open. And coming out of them are shambling, walking corpses. They have like flesh falling off them, bones protruding out, blood. They look terrible. They're Ooh. dead. These are zombies. Yeah. yeah. Disgustingly. And Gross. one is right in front of you. And takes a swing at you with a club. Dang. Undead that can carry weapons. That's even worse. Wow. That's an 18. Uh, he might actually. Nope. He fails. What? Wow. <laughs> what, what are they? 15? Weapon skills 15. 
Um, I'll fight undead all day long. Right. So I need a horde. Well, actually, first you need to take a fear test. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's page one ninety because I don't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. What do I got? Do I got anything for that? Okay, so you have to take a cool test. Um, the fear rating for the zombies are two. Um, this is an extended test where you continue to take it until you get the success levels that you need, which is two, um, to overcome your fear. Until you overcome your fear, you'll have minus one success level on all tests um, to affect something you fear. Um, you cannot move closer to whatever is causing you fear without passing a challenging cool test. And if it comes closer to you, you must chance pass a challenging cool test or gain the broken condition. So this thing just attacked you if you fail this test. So the first thing you're going to do is see if you can pass your fear test. If you don't pass it with the two success levels, then you're in a fearful state. And then you'll have to take a challenging cool test. And if you fail that, you'll get broken condition. So first up, cool test. Okay. Ooh, my cool is not very high at all. Um, okay. Extremely lucky. Is that eight? That is eight. So how many success levels is that? Two. Two. Just barely. So you the, stand the, your ground. The way I've been rolling, I was like, I need a 25. <laughs> Dang, man. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So yeah, you you are, you passed your fear. Man, that's awesome. So uh, all right. First zombie takes a swing at you and missed. Uh, the second zombie will charge you. By dog, he hit. Wow. Excellent. So that's with zero success levels. That'll be seven damage. Um, This one has an axe. Ooh, okay. So it, we're going to subtract your toughness bonus. And if you have armor. Oh, so that's uh, 51 is the hit location. Okay, so that's a body. So do you have any armor on your body? Yeah, sure do. I got two. Nice. In addition to your toughness bonus, or does that include your toughness bonus? Nope, that's just two from uh, from the, the armor. armor. All right, and then how, what's your toughness bonus? This bonus would be three. So then add those together, so five. Yep, so you take two wounds. All right, so, because you can't move or act this round because you're surprised, right? Yeah. All right, so zombie number three is going to charge as well. He'll gain one advantage and then attack you. Yeah, he misses terribly. So he takes a swing with a uh, with like a broken sword and just doesn't even connect. Meanwhile, he's just going right. So he still got one advantage though. Um, our fourth guy will charge in, and this is going to be the maximum of the the ones that can get essentially to you. However, you're now outnumbered four to one. How do we? Because I got a shield now. How does that play into effect with everything? So the shield would give you armor in all locations. So here's the thing. Um, it's not going to do any good because it's, it's an imposed test. So after the first round here, you'll okay. you'll be able to use shield. So having said that, attacking an opponent you want number three to one is plus 40. So plus 50. Is what this is going to be with Conrad's going to die. It still failed. Oh. All right. So uh, the last two zombies. So he takes a swing and just 
misses you completely. The last two zombies are moving up behind the others, but they can't get to you because of that doorway. We're going to say that only four can get in to attack you. Um, We are now done with that round of initiative. You are no longer surprised, my friend. So, yay. And our first zombie is the only zombie that had was higher on the initiative than you. But now you can utilize your shield and and it's an opposed test. Okay. So you're still outnumbered. Um, He's getting a plus 40. He has no advantage, though, this first guy here. Um, I got my foil that has fast. So any initiative. That's right. Yep. I completely forgot about that. So you can go first. So I'm going to go first. um, So I'm right at the doorway. Yep, you're at the doorway. The zombies are in between you and the stairs you came in. Okay. Is there any way I could kind of just back up, close, close the door real fast? There's no door. Oh, there this, is no it's door. It's a doorway, but there's no door there. Hmm. I wonder if I should just back off and throw my lamp oil and light a match. <laughs> <laughs> Otto would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> But then I would have flaming dead people coming at me. Right. And that's not fun either. Ah, uh, but fighting six zombies. Well, I think I really have no choice but to uh, douse some lamp oil down and light a match. And see what happens. Okay, I feel like we need a test of some kind for this. Um... But I'm not sure what we're gonna do. So here's so you're gonna break open your yep lantern. I'm gonna uh, well not my lantern, but I got the lamp oil. Oh, you just so you got like a bottle of lamp oil mm-hmm. and you're gonna bust it open and try to spray it on them. I'm just gonna kind of smash it on the ground, get a nice puddle, and just light a match and toss it on. Okay. Okay. And hopefully um, it burns them until they just can't. You know what? That might take too long for them to burn while they're fight, fighting me. Okay. They're already dead, so uh, I'd have to wait till they literally burnt enough to collapse. You also be starting a fire underground here. Yeah, and it yeah. might get a little bit smoky and smell like burnt flesh. No good. All right, well, I'm going to start to attack then and uh, see okay. what happens. Yep. So uh, who are you going to attack? So, I mean, because you got four surrounding you. One of them doesn't have any advantage. The other three all have some sort of advantage. Okay. You know what? Um, I want to reposition myself. Okay. Because I'm in a bad spot. Um, I actually want to run behind the desks. Okay. And I do want to... Conrad's going to be smart. He knows that he might have to bust out of here. Um, he wants to go behind the desk and grab the, am- the amulet. And that little green little vial or potion. Okay. So... In order to do this, you would have to disengage. So, okay. so you can use dodge. If you have a lower or equal advantage to your opponents and do not want to spend your advantage, you are pinned in place. If you wish to escape, you will need to use your action to oppose dodge melee test. If you succeed, you gain an advantage, and you can use your move to go anywhere with it, with using the normal rules. If you fail, each opponent, each opponent defeating you gains plus one advantage and makes it impossible for you to escape without a blow to your back. Now, if I do my lamp oil thing, that's pretty much my whole turn, right? Just actions? Yeah, yeah, you would do that instead of an attack. I'm going to do the lamp oil. I'm going to be crazy. I don't know that we should require a skill roll for this. 
right? Because, I mean, it's not like it's going to be difficult to throw it at your feet and light a match. Yeah, it's not too difficult to but, back up a step. Well, help me, help me adjudicate this, Steve. How do you think we should handle this? I think... Well, definitely, I know I probably won't get in a tactics round, of course. I'm going to be using some actions. Um, so I almost think I almost think that they should have dodge, right? And they're zombies, so their dodge is crap, right? So, like, I think each of the zombies that's currently engaged with you will roll a dodge test. Dodge is based on agility, right? Um, I don't know where my little thing went. Yeah, it's based on agility. So here's how I think: if they fail the, t- if they succeed in the test, um, we'll call it a challenging test. So plus minus zero. Um, if they succeed in the test, which is probably not going to, because there's only ten percent chance they will, then they won't catch on fire. If they fail, then they'll receive the ablaze condition. How does that sound? Now, yeah, and I wonder how big my lamp oil thing is. I mean, because yeah, I don't know. I'm deep thinking. We'll just imagine. It's a decent amount. It's it's enough to do the job. Okay. I'm I'm good with that if you are. So let's roll are you good with that? That makes sense? Yes, that okay. makes sense. Okay. So let's let's go ahead and figure this out. We'll go in order from left to right. Zombie one, he's on fire. Zombie two, he's on fire. Zombie three, he's on fire. Zombie four. Alright, they all have the ablaze condition. Oh, is it? It's like you are on fire. At the end of every round, you suffer one d10 wounds modified by toughness bonus and armor points uh, on your least protected hit location. With a minimum of one wound suffered, each extra ablaze condition you have adds plus one to the damage suffered. Ooh. So if you have three ablaze conditions, you suffer one d10 plus two damage. Okay. Uh, one ablaze condition can be removed with a successful dramatic athletics test. The success level removing an extra blaze condition. Well, there goes my lamp oil. Lamp oil gone. Mark it off. Dang. All right. And so, one match. And one match. That's right. Um, but hey, man, you set four zombies on fire. I feel like I was overly generous there as a GM. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So zombie one that's on fire. Um, he has one advantage, outnumbers you, so he's got plus 50. Um, this is now opposed, by the way. Shoot, what was that? I think it was like yeah, it was like 76. That. So so it's this is opposed. So you would roll your weapon skill or dodge, did whatever you prefer. Or your melee basic, I'm assuming you're using your sword or whatever you have. Yeah, I'll use my... Or your foil. I guess that wouldn't be melee basic. It would be something else, wouldn't it? Yeah, so I need a 49... Well, right, so this is a post. So I rolled minus two. And I rolled, that's 12, so plus three. Okay, so um, excellent. You gain one advantage. Woo! So our second zombie um, has no advantage, but he's at plus 40 because you're still outnumbered. So this is opposed again, and that's at plus zero. So I'm 49. I still they go by the number, so minus three. Uh, we'll let that go through. We'll okay. attack. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, Got to save my re-rolls for when I'm about dead. All right, that'll be 10. What, 10 damage? 10 damage. Holy crap. Um, he hit... He Oh, and it was... 
So that was, what's uh, 55? What's the hit location? Uh, 55 is body. Okay. So, man, they just like your body. So, one, two. Well, it's a good thing. Um... <laughs> right. Oh, and guess what? It's a crit. Oh. I just, it's 55. That's a crit, baby. That's a crit. Dude, we get to roll on the crit table, man. We get to roll on the crit table. Hell yeah. I'm hoping these zombies burn in two turns. <laughs> Hells yeah. <laughs> we get to roll on the crit table. Do you want to roll your own crit? Oh, yeah. Dude, I totally the fate. want it. So it's a body. Die. It's a body crit. All right, I got the table. Ready? Yep. I've been rolling high. Please roll. Oh, my Lord. Roll a zero. 46. Okay, so it's at a minus 20. It's at minus 20. So you rolled 46. That's a 26. Twisted back. Suffer an additional wound. And suffer torn muscle minor injury. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, torn muscle minor. You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. One of your muscles is sprained or torn, resulting in an impaired capabilities and much pain. Suffer a penalty of minus 10 to all tests involving the location. To heal okay. it, you will need you partially heal in 30 of your toughness bonus days. 30 minus your toughness bonus days. Whew. Use of the healing skill will reduce the time by one day, plus a further day per success level. You can only benefit from that once. Oh. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. hurt. So yeah. what's the main thing? Because it's a body, so it's not the leg, so I can still move. But... Yeah, so minus 10 to all tests involving the location. So it's body. I don't know hmm. what that would... I may have lucked out on that one. I think so. It's not like my arms or my legs, so right. maybe I got So I, I think maybe if you're like climbing or something, I might say, yeah, your body, okay. torn muscle. Or... Right, but I don't know, swinging a sword... Let's for now, I'm sure our listeners are probably going to be like, it should be everything. Yeah. But for now, we'll, we'll rule it that uh, you're good on your melee attacks. Okay. This isn't going to affect it. <laughs> Woo, got lucky with the body. Okay. Thankfully, it wasn't my right arm, my swinging arm. Nice. That zombie also gets an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> burn, baby, burn. All right. Uh, next zombie. Zombie has two advantage and... So that's oh, buddy, that is uh plus seven, plus seven. Mm -hmm. You need to roll. Oh, do I got a forty-eight? I'm doing by the weapon skill, right? Uh, well, whatever your fancy thing. Don't forget, you have a bunch of qualities on that. Right yeah, here. um I haven't really attacked it ever. Oh, um, okay. The yeah, I haven't attacked. You haven't you, 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 you they're all on fire. Once this round is done, they're all taking um, damage. I hardcore. Got 48, so if I'm using my weapon skill, then I got it by one. Okay, so you're one plus point, one. So I'm zero. Zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in that case, um Oh hang on, hang on. Nope, because I got my foil, so I'm nope. Well, no, that's just if I'm attacking, I get plus one skill level. Success uh, level? Mm -hmm. No, you're using, you're using it when you're using oh, a okay. weapon skill then, test. Yeah. When you're when you're using whatever that test, right? So it's melee 
what rapier or whatever the the skill is you're using, you're using that weapon. So you get plus one success level when using it. Okay, I think. so plus one then. Okay, so you lose by six. You didn't want to spend forts no. in there. Okay, so thirteen wounds. Thirteen. Uh, Minus your toughness bonus and your armor points. Six. I got two wounds left. Ooh. Yeah, he's going to die. <laughs> All right. Um, next, uh, zombie. Now, you could spend some resilience here to auto win. No? Okay. No. <laughs> uh, minus one. Uh, 21 plus three. Okay. So gain one advantage. All right. Last zombie. Minus five. Uh, plus one. Okay. Gain another advantage. Those guys take some damage. You want to roll some damage for fire? 1d10. Uh, is, that, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. 1d10? 1d10 wounds modified by toughness bonus armor points on your least protected hit list, which doesn't matter to me. And their toughness bonus is three. So so three. His advantage is gone. He takes three wounds. Ten. Uh, five. Man, this is eating their advantage because they're all taking damage. Ten. Jeez. It's getting smoky up in here. Yeah, for real, man. Like, I imagine, like, they're now, like, full on, because they're zombies, so their clothes are probably old, like, they're all, like, probably lighting up, like, bonfires. <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, how many advantage do you have? Uh, plus two. Plus two. All right, so because they are unstable, they lose wounds equal to the difference in advantage, so they all lose an additional two wounds. That's an interesting rule. Unstable, undead. Conrad suffering. I'll say it's a torn rib muscle. Yeah, that sounds good. He got clubbed in the ribs or something. Or, no, like, it didn't even hit you. You just twisted. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, tore your own horse. muscle. <laughs> <laughs> My back. My side. <laughs> All right. Um, also, at the end of the round... You see running down the stairs from the other direction uh, is a young man with bright red hair and a sword in hand as Siegfried charges in into the fight. So Siegfried is now here. Woo! Siegfried needs to roll some initiative here. All right. Lots of zombies. Zombies. How many are we fighting? Six. Holy crap. Well, Four of them are on fire. Yeah, if I go another round, I'm dead, though. So you can decide uh, initiative order for yourself here. I'm definitely going first. Um, I guess I can't get out the fight without... Disengaging? You could disengage. What did you say? 165 was disengaging? Yeah, yep. So use dodge... If you have lower or equal advantage to your opponents, or oh no, you can have higher advantage. You could spend your advantage now to automatically disengage. I can spend advantage to disengage. Yeah, so if you have more advantage than your opponent, you're in a superior position. 
Oh. You can choose to drop your advantage to zero and move away from your opponents without penalty, perhaps choosing to charge a new target, run away as fast as possible, or backstep a little. Okay. So, you know. Good deal. I'm going to use my two advantage. I'm going to uh, position myself kind of behind the desk for right now. And like I said, I'm going to grab the amulet, and that little potion, just to have it. Okay. And hopefully let them burn a little bit more, maybe, before they get to me. Excellent. Uh, so, yep. So I'm back to no advantage. Give me a challenging endurance test. Ooh, okay. I'm rolling high today. I just passed. I got 30. I needed 36. Nice. Okay. So as you pick up the the bottle, you can feel a how do I explain this? Like almost like the heat is just being pulled out of your hands, the hand that's picking it up. Like just your hand is like freezing as you grab it. Um, but you have it in your hand. And other than that, just feeling cold, it has no real other effect from you. All right. As you pick up the amulet, I need a challenging cool, uh, cool test. Ooh, this is a tough one. I need 25. No. <laughs> All right. Unless you want to spend uh, fortune to re-roll it, you gain a corruption point. As you grab the amulet with your other hand to put it in your pocket, you hear the exact same scream in the back of your mind that you heard in the goblin cave when you guys disturbed the resting place of the person that you found this on. Uh-oh. Did you mark the corruption? Oh, yeah. I sure did. <laughs> it's already in the book. <laughs> I get like, a like, chill down my spine like, uh-oh. what did I just touch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. The itch of my arm's getting stronger. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, okay. So so that was, that was your move. The zombie. So you're... Way over here now, right? Yeah, yep. I'm behind the desk. I'm trying to get a buffer zone since I'm kind of wounded at this point here. Um, Conrad's not really feeling this fight. Thankfully, Siegfried's coming in. Uh, yeah, let's see how Siegfried handles. Right? As the zombies turn on him. Please don't let the necromancer baron's son die. <laughs> um, zombie one um, turns with an on fire arm to swing at him. Uh, do, do you mind rolling for um, Siegfried yeah, for yes me? Yes, you can. Uh, he has a weapon skill of 30. So. Okay. Now you got 56, so... Minus two. Minus two. Oh, we're equal. Um, so he would win. Uh, Siegfried gains an advantage. There we go. All right, second zombie attacks. Um, his head is on fire. And uh, as most of his body, but mostly his head, like... Like think of it's his jaw starting to fall off. He kind of looks like the Punisher a little bit. His eyes are melting. His eyes are melting. Can't see Jack. Yep. And as he swings, wildly swings. Ooh. Um. Plus one. Oh, plus yeah, plus one. Minus two. He has an advantage. Did you count that? So minus one. Minus then. one. Okay. So uh, yeah, that would be eight damage coming to Siegfried. Uh, Siegfried has. Uh, three, uh, so that would subtract three for his toughness bonus. Um, he's still wearing his robes. He doesn't have any armor or anything like that. So. Dumb kid. 
he takes more wounds. Um, as they makes connection with his uh, twenty four. Where is that on the body? Twenty four. We got. It's like an arm, I think, isn't it? A left arm. Yeah. So that axe like scrapes his left arm and leaves like a strawberry kind of bleeding gash. All right. He probably has tetanus now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you might not live after this, but he's Lord Link, so hey, right. he has the, ad- the advantages of a all right in house healer. So now it's Siegfried's turn, and he hollers at you, Use the door behind you! And he attacks the zombies uh, that attacked him. Or actually, no, he's going to attack one of the zombies that hasn't attacked him yet. So that's going to be... Uh, we want to go ahead and roll this for me. Um, it says weapon skills 30. So he has no, he has no advantage anymore. Because he got wounded. 30. So plus zero. And my, okay. Yeah. So the difference is he actually hits the zombie, cuts off his head, and essentially he falls to the ground in a burning pile. So one of the zombies finally goes down. Nice. Okay. Next zombie is attacking. So if you want to roll for Siegfried again, 30 weapon skill. Um, he actually gained advantage on that, so he now has advantage. Minus four. So the zombies are starting to lose it. He has zero. Okay. Got 38, so negative one, then plus one, so zero. Okay, so uh, he gains another advantage. Okay. Next zombie attacks. You have two advantage now. Um, ooh, this time it's plus one. Yeah, minus one. Okay. Does he have any... Uh, Takes three more wounds. Fader Fortune. <laughs> Generally, only PCs have Fate and Fortune. <laughs> It'd be cool if they did. Yeah. All right, so this time he gets walloped really good. 54 would be in the, like in the chest with a club. Like just Ooh. It doesn't manage to connect very well, but enough to like cause him to stagger back just a bit. Um, that's going to hurt in the morning kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> like It'd be a nice bruise. Yeah. Okay, the last zombie charges in. <laughs> That is uh, plus three. Plus three. Plus one. Okay. Siegfried just lost his last wound. And prone, falling to the ground, minus 20 on all tests. Ooh. So he's pretty much just down and out. And he can't lose the, con- the prone condition until he heals at least one wound. He's down. Okay. He can still fight. He's still conscious. But he's going to be unconscious in three rounds. Okay. All right, so now we're on to uh, um, zombie fire. Top of the round. Oh, zombie fire, yes. Okay, so we have three zombies that still have fire. So roll it up, buddy. Uh, five. Zombie is down. Five. Zombie is down. Nine. Zomb- All right. Two zombies left. They're the ones that aren't on fire. <laughs> All right, new round. New round. I, I feel like feel like all these zombies burning at once like i feel like there's now kind of some smoke uh, up across the ceiling that's getting lower and lower could be or they're, it's going up the staircase oh that's true it is totally well some of it it's going to be right? slow right so yeah it is but it's starting to build up there and like meanwhile like their body parts are just burning off kind of and they're like falling in shambles and then um they just 
kind of collapsed. Now he's like on the ground, surrounded by like flaming piles of flesh, and it it smells terrible. By the way, like absolutely terrible. In fact, give me an endurance test. I feel like uh, we'll make this easy, plus forty. But if you fail, you're going to gain a fatigue condition. I don't know if that's fair or not, but (laughs) oh, we got seventy. I passed. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. What's up? What's uh? Were you going to go? Well, I can't leave Siegfried lying on the ground. He, you gonna charge in? Yeah, I'm gonna charge in. Okay, he's got two zombies around him. You charge one of them. That'll yep. give you plus one advantage. Yep, I'm gonna charge. So now they don't have outnumber minus two. Uh, plus two, plus the advantage plus three. Okay, so a difference of. Well, you said the advantage, right? Like a success level yeah, kind of yep. deal? Okay, so plus three, yep. So so the difference is five. So you add five to your damage. Okay. Strength bonus plus three, six, 11. Oh, and I rolled a... What did I roll? Did you roll double? Well, with the foil, oh. I also get crits on the tens. I rolled a 33... Which means I think they roll in the oops table. So I got plus three success levels. Oh, so you know what? No, so I got plus two for the advantage then, or plus two for the roll. I got plus one because I charged, and I got plus one success level for my precise weapon. So it's four. Okay, and I was at minus two. Okay. So I was at minus two. So you win by two. Um, but I also roll on the oops table. 66. 66. That's another Six. double. Double what you failed on. You stumble bad, badly, finding it hard to write yourself, lose your next move. So the, the zombie can't move. Okay. All right. Um, as for the damage, uh, so I got... Okay, so we got two, then six, eight. Okay. So, so I took five wounds. And you get an advantage. Okay. Now we're to Zombie, who's going to attack back at you. Probably not the wisest choice, but it's gone too. At a plus zero. Actually, it's melee attacking you. You have a melee, that melee thing. It's at minus one. Reroll. <laughs> My last reroll. No, I can't. You can't, but I, I will 60. let you take a corruption point if you want to re-roll it. Hmm. <laughs> I should look up the corruption rules at this point. <laughs> well, your your corruption threshold is like your toughness bonus plus your willpower bonus or something. So it should be at least six. Yeah, so, so you're you're probably fine. I'm gonna take one <laughs> and re-roll again. That's a better. Plus two, plus my advantage, plus three, foil, plus four. Don't you have more than one advantage? Or no? I just had the one, though, right? Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You got an advantage from the last attack you just did. Right. So, okay. Yep. Okay. So, plus four. Okay. And I was at, I forgot now, minus one. So, uh, that's difference of five. So you won by five. Oh, this was you were defending. Yeah. So gain an advantage okay. is what happens here. Okay. Uh, last zombie going to um, attack you as well. 
Ooh. Yeah, that's bad. That's that's minus six. Uh, this is plus three. Okay, gain another advantage. Now, advantage is starting to work for me. Right. Now that there's not six. Siegfried is trying to crawl away. <laughs> so oh, he's basically sick. crawling at half his movement. He's halfway to the stairs now. Keep going. Crawl faster, my friend. I shouldn't say my friend. You said it. It's done. It's it's over You now. saw the gleam in his eye and a tear go down his cheek as he realized you consider him an equal. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I've never had a friend before. <laughs> Remember me when you take over. <laughs> That's why I'm saving him. Alright. What are you up to now, man? Um, I'm gonna keep attacking. Okay. Yep. Um I guess whichever one's closest to me is gonna feel my wrath. No, oh, the one that has the minus the five wounds already. Okay. Minus seven. So that'd be minus one, but I got three advantage. Alright, explain to me how so you totally two. destroy this. So with this guy, with my foil, um, I know that stabbing the undead's not going to really do it. So this time I kind of just swing from the growing up and just kind of just kind of break through his bones, just kind of nice put him out. And he collapses in a heap. I love it. Okay. Um, on to the run remaining zombie who's going to attack you. Uh. Minus two. <laughs> so that would be... Minus three, but I got four advantage, so plus one. All right. How much damage do you do? Uh, one, that'd be seven damage. Oh, right. no. Hang on. I'm I'm never counting my plus one for my weapon. So it's plus five, so plus two. So eight wounds. So I'll end up doing five. I imagine like you take the pummel of your and just punch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Siegfried is now at the stairs, continuing to crawl away at half speed, moaning the whole time like a little child. <laughs> All right, you're up. Uh, fin- finish this zombie. Oh, my bad. Minus zero. 56, but I got five at Fanta. Well, that's minus one, so I got plus four now. Good deal. Okay. Explain to me how you end this other... I'm going to take my pummel of my foil. Punch through the his face. <laughs> Just, his head falls off. Or like kind of hangs like by a thread of I got of inspiration to do that. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. All right. It collapses. Meanwhile, Siegfried is on the ground... Definitely in need of healing because he can't lose a prone condition until he's healed. Uh, luckily, I have bandages. That will stop bleeding. That won't help heal, will it? Sorry, Siegfried. I'm going to have to. Don't you have the heal skill? You... I do. <laughs> I just got it. Oh, wow. Um, How does healing work? <laughs> we haven't had this yet. Heal wounds equal to your intelligence bonus plus skill level. Um, a patient can only benefit from one heal roll after each encounter. Um 
If sterile liquids or appropriate poultices and dressings are used, no infection will develop from their injury. Oh, see, got a bandage. A healed, a failed heel toes can potentially cause wounds if your intelligence bonus plus skill level tolls less than zero. All right, so. I could kill the guy. But so, not really, because he's just, what, prone? I'm just going to. All right, so do do a heel test then. Heal wounds equal to your intelligence bonus plus skill level. If you're successful, yeah. Okay. Okay, it's intelligence, so whew. we'll see if I can help, buddy. I did not. <laughs> Sorry, man. You might want to <laughs> see your local physician. Would you like a corruption point to re-roll that? So, Let me re-roll what's going to happen to this guy if I don't re-roll. Nothing. Don't use a corruption point here. I'm not going to. You, you've already. I've already given you three today. I think <laughs> we're good. Yeah, those cats, gods, <laughs> didn't help me at all. <laughs> I'm gonna need a cleanse. And some some dark deals are coming your way soon, my friend. All right. Okay. So Siegfried's like, that was amazing. How you punched that zombie in the face. With your sword? Yeah. It just, uh, you know, when you're in the action. Yeah, I'm hurting pretty bad. But <sighs> here's what I want you to do. I came to tell you something else. And I found that you were down here. I found this. You left this ajar. I didn't know this passage was here. Go and find my servant. He's outside the door keeping watch. He's up the stairs. Tell him I'm down here and I need help. But I don't know why you've been in here so long, but it's almost morning. I didn't know how time flew by so fast. Well, I'm glad you're still able to breathe. What was behind that door you wanted me to go through? I assumed it's another way out, but I'll check the door. Tell my servant I'm down here. Listen, your friend, the merchant... I found out that he's in a duel today, this morning, a duel to the death. And he's in a duel with Atherton, someone that will kill him. But even if he were to succeed, I found that there is... Uh, he's breathing heavy now, like like this is a lot for him. He's He's gotten beat up pretty good. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, his chest is like, oh, it hurts. He said, I found out someone paid... Someone paid. There's going to be someone with a crossbow to make sure your friend loses. If you don't hurry outside of town to to the duel now, it may be too late for your friend. Tell my servant. I'll take care of what's going on here. Go save your friend. Thanks for the help, Siegfried. Remember this day. I leave you now. And then Conrad runs up the stairs. And then... We seen transition as your cape. I'm assuming you have a cape. Oh yes, of course you do. Of course I do. As your cape kind of flutters up the stairs, it transitions. This is like a corny George Lucas transition, right? Like it it brings the screen up, and we screen to credits. Nice. End of episode. <laughs> nice. This podcast and related website are completely unofficial and are not endorsed by Games Workshop Limited or Cubicle 7 Entertainment. It is intended for educational and informational purposes only. 
GW Games Workshop, Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and all associated logos, illustrations, images, names, creatures, races, vehicles, locations, weapons, characters, and the distinctive likenesses thereof are registered trademarks of Games Workshop Limited, Cubicle 7 Entertainment, or their respective trademark or copyright holders. All original content of this podcast, including any audio or video information, is the intellectual property of the Old World Podcast and Crimson Tower Studios, LLC.